Extra, extra, read all about it. Unless you're not a subscriber, then pay $10 right now. What the fuck is up? It's Gucci Mane the G. And you're turned into Requiem for a Tuesday. What's going on? Thanks for tuning in as always. Rate. Five stars. Review. Good review. And subscribe to Requiem for a Tuesday. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, some of the other weird ones, you know, if you're a Google Podcast. I still don't know. Who's who's using Google Podcasts? You know, I guess I get it for them. It's just like, why not? Let's just have it. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, merch, rfat.bigcartel.com. We got music, Multiplex, Wolfax, Justice has some good stuff. The Microwave Minutes Camp. That season, he said March. March is coming. Justice, if you're listening, tick, tick, buddy. Make it happen. Uh, <laughs> check out that show. A lot of good stuff. Your boy featured on an episode or two. Don't know how many at this point. Could be five. Who remembers? You know, we're all just marching slowly towards death. Uh, <laughs> so, whatever. Listen to the show and enjoy your life while you can. <laughs> uh, follow up to last week, did a little Fableman's recap. If anyone's interested, that's the thing. It's like I'm trying to do like Oscars related stuff, but I still don't think anyone's seen that movie. A lot of people haven't heard of it. Again, the name, not good. I did want to shout out the final scene. I noticed that I didn't. Now, this, this scene... Didn't really tie into the movie all that well, but it's like the best part of the whole movie. Anything that's movie related within that movie, I liked. So when he's working on shit, when they show him screening his little films, that's the all the best parts. Anyway, he goes to meet John Ford, played by none other than David Lynch, who's phenomenal as always. Just great to see him, but he's honestly a pretty solid actor in the few few parts he gives himself and he's in. Um, <laughs> no better David Lynch work than the Cleveland show. Uh, I don't know how that happens still, but I mean, I guess easy check, right? It's fun. Uh, <laughs> he plays John Ford and I don't know anything about John Ford other than, you know, the famous credits you can very easily look up. So I'm not going to act like I understand the significance of that meeting or how accurately represented that was. But apparently it's like word for word. We told Spielberg. Uh, ooh, nice little burp there. Keeping it in. That's right. Integrity of honesty is important on this program. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> and he's basically just like. The horizon line should not be in the middle, is essentially all he says. And then the last shot of the movie, Spielberg's walking away on the lot, elated to have met his hero. The camera has the horizon line dead center, and then like you watch the camera like readjust to what John Ford just said in real time. Best part of the whole movie, incredible stuff. Uh, nothing like a strong ending to make a movie a whole lot better. I didn't... Listen... I didn't want to indulge too much on it at the time. I was out of time that I set for myself. Could have kept going. Whatever. Uh, I'm like 36 ounces through a 48-ounce coffee, estimated. 
So I got a lot of energy. I figured let's just wrap that up real nice. I'm really trying to create like a narrative cohesion with this podcast. So you see, we pick up right where we left off. Okay. (laughs) Kind of similar to Better Call Saul, which your boy is finally watching. Unfortunately, as you saw by the title of this week's episode, we're not talking about it because I didn't finish it. Uh, Started it at some inopportune times, too early in the morning, too late at night, too high, too full, whatever. No matter what. I wasn't in the right state, had to restart it a couple times, kind of should go back even still, I'm about halfway through the season right now, feel like I haven't been paying as much attention as I should be, just going to be honest with you folks, but it's coming, it's finally coming. Uh, months back, I promised an Atlanta thing, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Have made zero progress on season three. Really have no motivation to watch it. But I do want to see how it ends. I don't know. I guess that's the one downside to like taking a long time to make a show. It's that like, oh, it's been two years. Okay, here's season two. Oh, it's great. Here's two, three, four more years. Season three, not that great. It's like, ah, I'm kind of just out. Kind of just out. You know, it's like if Rick and Morty had taken the time they'd taken and then season three dropped and it just like sucked balls. I think the show falls off a cliff. I mean, obviously something that's that popular will retain a significant audience either way. But I mean, you know, you got to hit the home run. Anyway. Should we get into the Rick and Morty stuff? Because I think we should. I mean, I feel like, listen, I feel like that was very widely publicized, no doubt, like obviously, but then that was it. And then there was like a follow up like a week later. And I don't know, I'm not in the Twitter sphere, but I feel like this is not that big of a story compared to what it should be. Now, granted, We're shooting fucking hexagons out of the sky and shit right now. And there's a lot of like real issues, (laughs) you know, there was a chemical explosion, but also they're not doing that much about it. So let's talk animated adult comedies, shall we? I'm going to be the one who's brave enough to bring this to the forefront because why are we neglecting this? You know what I'm saying? So from what I gather, the breakdown goes like this. Actually, let's backtrack a little bit. I want to get into a sub area here. Based on my little intro thing. So like anytime you want to read something from a newspaper that is published on their website, Uh, especially Chicago newspapers. They don't really let you read a fucking thing, especially the fucking Tribune. Any article by them, you click on and they're like, you need to pay, right? So what I do then is leave that website and just look for somebody else who wrote a report on the same thing. 
I would just like to say to newspapers, like, what are you guys thinking? If your goal is to get people to read it, don't block people from reading your shit. Like, focus on your advertising sales on that article or whatever. You know, I'm not going to get into acting like I know how this outdated business works. But no matter what, your goal is to get people to read what you're publishing. So if you're just like, boom, wall, you're not reading it. We're not going to let you read it. Don't you fucking think about reading this article unless you give me a fucking dollar. And it's like, no. (laughs) Why would I do that? This is the internet. Uh, Look, Apple News, and I'm sure there's other ones like this. That's a great model, right? Because I paid $10 a month, whatever, and I can read any article on anything as long as I'm just in this app. And that's cool because it's basically what they want me to pay to read just that one thing. So there's all point is there's already a solve for this. So let's say I just happen to want to read this one thing. This is all really stemming from the New York Times just dropping a thing where Chris Rock, the headline says he's willing to talk about the Will Smith slap. It's in the act. Saw it, no big deal. Uh, So it's clearly just like a press thing for the live Netflix special that's coming up. So I get that. Uh, But it's like, I want to read this. You wrote this headline, so I'd want to read it. And then it's pay for this. And it's like, this could be a huge thing for you where you could get a lot of views on it if you just let people read it. It just seems like a missed opportunity is my point. Because like I said, there are ways for people to quote unquote pay via third party and then still get to see it so i don't know it's just like make it so it's like hey you want to read this one article pay a quarter and have that be connected to apple pay and then i can just real quick pay a quarter and then i'll do it it's just like oh we want you to like sign up to our full subscription and then you know obviously they're hoping you don't remember to cancel it the point being i'm just who's going through all that Anyway, to read one fucking thing they're interested in. Nobody. So come up with a one payment thing per article that's not a subscription. And don't add me to an email list. Or maybe do that. And that's your little boost thing. Whatever. Point is, it just needs a workaround. Because like I said, if anything comes up like in local news that I want to read from a local paper, can't do it. So it's like, let me just read the one. I would love to, but no. It's just a huge flaw. I don't know. I mean, my logic would say open it up completely and just get ads, you know, like a newspaper. But whatever. Whatever. I I had Apple News Plus as a three-month thing because I bought something, whatever, and it was great. It's just I don't want to pay for it now. But if I were, that would be the one versus an individual news outlet. I just don't know what they're thinking. Like, how many subscribers could they possibly have? I don't imagine very many, you know? And it'll also pop up for, like, other things. Like, I'll notice, like, a headline will be, like, really crazy, you know, clearly just trying to grab your attention. You know, it'll be like, oh, we just discovered a thing that'll save your life (laughs) or whatever. Like, something really extreme, like oh, you thought the biggest threat to humanity was climate change? It's actually this, and it's happening in two weeks. 
It's like, oh, shit. And then you click on it, and it's like, oh, no, nah, you need to subscribe. It's like, I think if any news were this important, just no matter what, it wouldn't be behind a paywall. So you're kind of hurting your own argument there. You can't have a clickbait headline, and then I'm not allowed to click on it. It doesn't make any sense. I think that's what it is, too. Like, they don't know how clickbait works. You baited me into clicking it, the goal being so I can then read through and get all the ads you wanted to place there. Not just so I'll click it. And it's like, oh, well, he clicked, so now he's going to definitely sign up for our subscription. Go fuck yourself. But I don't know. At the same time, like, the streaming thing is supposed to be this modern thing, and that's all the way off the fucking rails now, and it's effectively we're just going to go back to cable, or you basically are in terms of payment anyway. It's all been well established what a disaster that all is. But you know what I mean? It's like, it's almost like newspapers are going to win by just holding out to the old model because it's all going to fail the new way. I don't know. I don't know. It's whatever. Man, I'm really, I keep having this weird technical problem now. Weeks in a row. This shit will just like stop and I don't get it. Anyway. Moving on to uh, what I moved on from, I was supposed to be talking about the whole time, this Rick and Morty shit, man. A wild, wild read. So the Hollywood Reporter came out with like the full scope article, not behind a paywall, by the way, thanks. You know, it's almost like people want information. Who would have thought? They don't want to pay for it. Anyway. This guy is off the rails. And there's not a lot in it where you're like, oh, that's vague. Or I don't know, seems like you could be twisting that. There's a couple things where it's like maybe you could be twisting it or exaggerating it a little bit. But overall, man, it's pretty damning stuff in there, I gotta say. (laughs) So, essentially, I don't know the full details about, like, the main allegation that came out that kind of spearheaded all this other info that followed. I think because that's still under investigation. But, essentially, this guy had some woman, like, chained up in his house and would just, you know do would torture her in sexual ways apparent i guess i'm not going to claim too much knowledge on any of that but sounds rough and look okay my critical brain does see one version of this where it's a little manipulated information. Now, again, this is just me going the other way. I actually pretty firmly believe all of it to be true. It just kind of made a lot of sense. You know, again, for the reasons I just said, it just seems pretty legit. (laughs) Um, My only thing is, like, we're going to make sure this guy is out. Now, I'm saying this because a lot of the details within the article are basically just like, yeah, this guy kind of just sucked and didn't work very much. Like, that's most of the details of the thing. 
some of which includes some like explicit weird stuff but point being like the misconduct things didn't really happen in the workplace no matter what if you're fucking chaining somebody up you know your job shouldn't matter like you better worry about living in a hole for the next couple years so you're not having a job anyway you're working fucking kitchen duty buddy <laughs> like so whatever but most of the articles like yeah he'd show up like twice a week he'd like ride a scooter through the office and would like yell at people and they're basically like uh dan Harmon's kind of done all the work the whole time and to me, this is where it's very believable because Dan Harmon's a fucking genius. I worship Dan Harmon, uh, a guy who also had his own struggles with a lot of not great things, but openly, publicly worked through them and admitted to many faults. And like, anyway, that's what Harmontown was all about. Go listen to that. You don't need to hear me explain it. But uh, the guy... Look, he's great. That's all I got to say. He's like, he was aware that he was a piece of shit and worked really hard to not be. And the whole time was a comedic genius who was a great writer. And of course, Rick and Morty, an unbelievably well-written show. I get it. It blew up so much that there's always going to be people who are like, oh, you're, you're an idiot for liking it. And then there's also the people who are like, you're an idiot if you don't like it. Look, I think it's great. It's really well-written. And the animation, amazing. I think it's a phenomenal television program. Can leave it at that. But I no, I don't think you're of superior or inferior intellect if you like it either way, which is where the argument about this show has gone. Um, but it adds up because the episodes have only gotten more and more intricate and in the vein of like community Dan Harmon writing multi-layered jokes, multi-layered plots. They come together in ways you don't expect just really great storytelling. And that's been the case since the first couple seasons when they were all allegedly still like fully partners on the show. Now they're saying, they basically haven't been that way for years now, pretty much during the delays in production through them getting the huge contract deal that they'd wanted the whole time. Harmon was doing all the work basically the whole time and Royland would just kind of show up and do the voices. This is what the report says. And I buy it again for the reasons I just said. But that is the one area where do we want all of that like, okay, did they start claiming all that stuff because it's like, oh, this guy's a predator, let's get him out of here? Like, let's also say he didn't work, so absolutely everybody's on board with this, or vice versa? Was it like, we just don't want him here, so let's, you know what I mean? That That's my one reservation, is that this was like a manipulated, calculated way to also ensure... He's off the show. I don't know. That's just my skeptical nature, if that makes sense. Um, 
But I mean, also, that's more than likely not the case. I just feel like you kind of have to look at it from all sides. But I mean, the guy lost his like three other shows, which apparently he also just didn't work on them. And I guess he has a video game company. I, I kind of knew that, but I don't know if what they'd come out with at all. Uh, and I got, yeah, basically the guy built a whole empire on not working. And pretty much got everybody to think he was this massive creative force. But really, he just like met Dan Harmon. You know? And uh, his contributions to Rick and Morty were essentially essentially just like, well, what if you had eyes for a neck? You know, like whatever the weird, obscure thing is that's like, oh, kind of funny if you just throw it out. Like, ah! And all the actual, like, written, clever elements of everything were all Harmon. Which kind of leads me to believe, like, was Pickle Rick a Royland thing? I don't know. I can't believe that that just worked also and caught on. You know? Because it is kind of stupid on a surface level thing. I've uh, That episode's not very good in general. Like, it ends up being very good, but... It's kind of stupid nature is the joke in and of itself. Whatever. We don't need to get into Pickle Rick. But the fact that like it just sold so much merch. It's like anything they do just sells so much merch. It's really dazzling. But I think that that's basically what fucking Justin Roiland would contribute. You know? He'd be like, oh, it's a toilet planet. And they're like, okay, but like what happens? You know, and it's like no answer. Uh, so it was a lot of stuff like that. I guess he would like just harass people around the office, be short with people, would show up drunk. And it is weird how things change in context. Like I remember watching like a panel or something with Royland and Harmon after like season one or two. And he's like, yeah, I had a couple shots before this. I'll have a couple shots before I go into the office just to loosen up, get the voice of Rick down, blah, blah, blah. And it would be like in a fun context and, you know, they would riff and have a good time and whatever. And I don't know, you just don't think of things as like a problem necessarily. Like, I don't know, if I went to Comic-Con and had a panel and I'm with a group of people who are my friends and co-workers and we're all having a good time, or even if I'm real nervous, have a drink or two to loosen up, that doesn't seem that crazy to me. Right. But that's all. It's also assumed and implied that at work I'm working, you know, (laughs) and like this group of people actually is friends with me. And everything's actually all good. But I, I don't know, I guess a part of me just hates that that gets then used against people, but it's not used against them because, again, that second part isn't true and he's not doing his part. Uh, so anyway, I find that whole thing to be very fascinating because it's, I mean, imagine if something like this happened on The Simpsons, where in like 1996, they're like, Matt Groening doesn't do shit, and he very well may not anymore, or, I mean, he may not have for 20 years at this point, it wouldn't really fucking matter with The Simpsons, but you get my point, like, it really shakes things up, it's like the biggest adult animated program by a million miles 
probably just animated show in general. Like, like kids aren't watching Rick and Morty. They're just not getting their jokes and references for the most part. And not because I'm smart. Because it's literally not for children. There's a bunch of jokes in there that I don't fucking get, I'm sure. You know? That's the thing. If somebody references some random movie from 1986, mo- a lot of people aren't going to get the joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just have to know certain things sometimes. As far as the future of the show goes, I mean, I don't see any reason why it should affect anything. Uh, I mean, they have their order still standing, so they have said it's going to go to a normal production schedule. Um, apparently, all Justin Roiland did was delay production on things, so it's not like he was the one keeping Dan Harmon in check, because I know there was a ton of production issues with Community for different re- for a vast amount of different reasons. Uh, so it's not like he'd help with that. And if he hasn't been involved in the writing or anything, anyway, like nothing like that'll change. And they're going to recast the voices and your initial thoughts are like, oh, well, that's going to be awkward and weird. But also like Journey replaced their singer with just like some Korean guy because he sounded really like the guy. And Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny and Shaggy and all these fucking people have been recast a million times because they've been characters for a hundred fucking years. And there's like subtle differences overall, but like, you know what they're supposed to sound like because of the original person and they usually do. So, I mean, I think they'll just be able to find somebody who sounds close enough, at least uh, hopefully, honestly, they find two people, though, because then you're not just relying on one person who could again fuck up or die <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> and then you have to go through it all again. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if that really makes a difference. It might make them recording a little bit easier, maybe. I don't fucking know. They can just do back and forths, whatever. Uh, So I think you might lose like a little something here and there throughout certain moments where it really was beneficial for it to be that guy. Uh, But I mean, there's professionals who can get into a character and you know what I mean? Like, I think it'll be all right. I think it'll be all right. Uh, That guy's a fucking idiot. And look, you, you say like people are idiots. I don't know. Like, in the sense of, oh, you had it all. Why would you throw it away? It sounds like he never really wanted that much to begin with in this particular case. Uh, But also, this guy was a piece of shit either way. That's the thing that's always hard to wrap your head around. It's like, oh, you made it, man. Why would you go and do something like this? It's like... This is what he would do either way. In fact, he needed to make it to be able to try to get away with shit like this. And it didn't work. This guy was a criminal who was bad at it. But you know what I mean? Like, is everybody who does this a sociopath who's able to climb the ladder due to their sociopathy? And like they're using their sociopathy to get this far just so they can commit these type of acts? 
you don't know. Like, was all of this a premeditated success story just to get this far? In this case, I don't think so. I think that this guy is a piece of shit who things happen to work out for, is my take. But that is the fascination with me. It's like, did somebody get here because of their horrible nature? Like, did they go hand in hand? Fascinating way to analyze things, I think. And I don't think you'll ever get an answer because I don't think anyone would ever just be like, eh, you're right, you got me. My whole plan from the beginning was to become a fucking finance mogul so I could chop people up. Patrick, I'm Patrick Pateman. <laughs> but I don't know. There's, there's no way to know. But this guy, I hope he goes down hard. I mean, he's down. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, legally, you know, R. Kelly style. And I'm sure that'll happen. Well, I'm not sure. Can't be sure of anything these days. You know? Also with the these days. These days. Technically, nothing. everything has never been better in most ways overall. But I don't know. People say these days comparing things to like eight years ago now. It's like, that's not how that works, man. The term would be like lately, you know? These days, you're comparing to like decades prior. Anyway, whatever. Another short one this week. Uh, next week, hope to be back with a Better Call Saul Season 6 maybe show overall recap finale extravaganza. Okay? If I don't have the... If I don't watch fucking six episodes in a week, I'm going to be livid with myself. Uh, so you guys can all come to my house and burn it down if if I don't have it. Okay? <laughs> uh, great talking to y'all as always. This has been Requiem for a Tuesday. I am Adam Pecora. Rate, review, and subscribe. Give me that five stars, baby. Uh, check out the merch. Everything's linked in the description below. Music, other podcasts, you name it. We got it. Check it out and enjoy. Until then, remember, baby. I don't know why I threw the baby in there. That was a little awkward. Remember, <laughs> I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator.